What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Starlight Digest, a podcast bringing you line talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. This is episode 218, being recorded on July 19, 2023. I'm your host, Darth Moocher. I've got Grand Admiral Franz. What's going on, everybody? I've got Bootleg Joe. Hey, yo, everybody. And the other two are in San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Ernie's going to be out there, and Scott's out there right now. Yeah, they're they're uh, enjoying the homeless, co- I mean, Comic-Con that's out in San Diego. Uh, Scott may be popping in here and there and uh, fully decked out so we can uh, uh, say hi to him and wave, but maybe we'll, block him, maybe we'll, block him quick. Yeah, we'll just, if he does that, we'll, you know, it's totally rude. Totally rude. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But before we get into all that stuff, I'm going to kick it over to Chris so we can shout out our Patreon and then go see who is in our pit. So, right Chris. On. Hey, guys, and thank you, our Patreon patrons, for all you bring to the show. Uh, we want to call you out right now. We have AJ from the Forbidden Panel, Flavy B. Davey, formerly of the Nerds with Attitude podcast, Gavin Connor from the Holy Hour All Cure podcast, Cliff, Brennan and Anya Epler, Dennis McGrath, Justin the Vanilla Thunder, Mervine, Don the Dead Dorn, Don and Brady of the Escape Pod podcast on the Red 5 Network, Matt Logic, Ryan and the Star Joe's podcast, and Eric Grubb. Just thank you all so much. We appreciate you. And if you want to join, you can hit that little QR code in the bottom right or check us out on the Starlight Digest on the Patreon. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, thank you so much, everybody, who uh, who uh, supports us every month, and especially everybody that's been chill out in the pit there. Again, I, I I only see a few people in there now because I'm hoping that they're in there, you know, watching the essentials of Rebels and Ahsoka and getting ready for Ahsoka because we got 35 days away for ahsoka you know so i'm hoping that they're you know gonna put us on pause and then go watch you know they're catching up on Ahsoka and they come back and i i uh, think people might be scared because we put this out and it might look like a a, a scary negative turn yeah. on our attitude and let me assure everybody it's not we're we're, no. we're dropping science tonight yeah so, facts. Uh, that's what we're doing yeah we brought the maths in here <laughs> so um uh, yeah just, just to, to call out the pit real quick we got don the dad dorn in there gavin connor uh, Santo fourteen fourteen and Matt Logic forty four. Welcome, y'all. Nice, nice. Yes, Don. Thirty five days to go before we get into Ahsoka. Of course, yeah. Everybody, um, this is gonna be fun because you know we love Star Wars and like Chris said, you know we've got a, a kind of like a little bit of a plan uh, going into today's show. It's a little bit different. You know, we're in between uh, shows and and whatnot. And yes, we have the essentials. Like I said, you know, the Rebels and Ahsoka to. To recap and watching, we're gonna do that. Trust us, we're gonna I go. I think starting next stuff. week kind of starts breaking it down, right? Yeah. We'll do Air to the Empire stuff and we'll do Rebel stuff. Oh, 100 percent getting ready because we'll be a month away, you know. Yep. So it'll be very important. But uh, you know, a past couple shows we've been doing, we've been kind of um giving a little bit of spotlight to some of the rumors that have been out there about like Kathleen Kennedy being fired, George Lucas taking over, blah, 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 blah. Disney's in trouble, blowing up everything. And you know, what we do here is we look at him and go, okay, where, where can this come from? Right. And, and how we do things here. um, We look at, like I said, the facts, the numbers, the math. Okay. Where could, could we sit there and look at the actual numbers and the actual performances of Lucasfilm 
uh, pre-Disney takeover and post-Disney takeover, right? And kind of like justify where, hey, leadership isn't doing its job or look, it's everything's there. It's just that people's opinions are kind of skewing the 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 perception that's out there right like that's yeah and that's where you get these rumors and i get people like you know um uh clamoring for those things and and always watching the news that they want to see not what's out there right so um yeah and right now here's the thing i haven't even made up my mind and i'm the one that pulled the numbers on how this is going to go and how the the outcome is going to be i figured i wanted to have an open conversation in here and we can just all kind of go in there. We come in here, you know, eyes wide open. Let's just take it some numbers, do yeah. it like a business review. You know, we're at a mid-year review right now where we're just past it. Yeah. And let's go ahead and, and run through this and see how, you know, things go. And then at the end, think, okay, guys, well, what do we think? Is this is this something where she's run her course? She's 70 right. years old. She's worth $350 million. Do you need <laughs> right. to keep doing this? At some point, all the websites that say she's out are going to be right. One right? day, so, right? But let yeah. but let's see if it's going to be on her own or if it should be business wise. Okay, it's a cool yeah. discussion. I think. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to let you, Chris, because you're you're like the the business guy. You're the serious guy. You 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 pretty much know uh, stuff is what you do for a living anyway. So I'm going to kind of um, hand you the reins over to kind of like talk us through uh, the stuff that you've come up with as far as like box office and percentages and and reactions. And uh, Joey and I will. Well, let's talk about before we jump into. Let's talk about it real fast. So, what what I did was we looked at the budget. Okay, we because uh, I thought that was important to do because you know there's going to be a um, yes. adjusted gross income and I or adjusted gross and I didn't do that and I did because in order to do that you'd have to adjust the budget too and I just wanted to see the percent profit. The I percentage, see what, yeah, yeah, right. and how that worked yeah. for each trilogy or or what even happened pre. Uh, Disney acquisition and post Disney acquisition, yeah. to see how it performs against it. Obviously, newer stuff's going to make more money, but let's see what Inflation. it was versus so, budget. But percentages, right? Right. Because right. Right. we talked about uh, a couple of times, remember when we were growing up, once you hit $300 million, that was like the big deal, right? You're like, oh man, that movie's going to hit $300 million. This thing is the, it's the big one now. And then, of it course, was... Wiccans has $2 billion. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, and I, it's... 100%, man. Like, I remember Titanic. Remember Titanic came out? It was like the first or second movie ever to have a budget of a hundred million dollars. And that was yeah. like unheard of, you know, and then it made a billion dollars at the box office. And then now a hundred million dollars is the starting point. That's an, <laughs> it's, indie, it's, that's an indie film. It's an indie film. It's, it's yeah. like, all right, we're going to do this little, uh, you know, uh, in the woods kind of movie. Uh, how much do we have? Well, we need a hundred million to start. And then we're going to go from there. It's like, you know, yeah. so how much money does this stuff actually, you know, need take and make? I had an interesting conversation with Cliff a while ago and we we're talking about budgets and we we're talking about if the budget say is $300 million. Now, is that the, and that's one question asked, is that the entire budget from no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like marketing, advertising, marketing is marketing. Missing. So is Mark. So I always thought marketing was included in these huge inflated budgets. No, as a matter of fact, that came up because I was looking at Lucasfilm stuff all, all in. I wasn't just okay. looking at star Wars, right? This is a Kennedy job review. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you notice that um, you'll see that the uh, Dial of Destiny had a huge budget, and it's very clear that it's not, and that they spent a lot of marketing last minute. So I think your last minute marketing is not going to be in the total budget. It's I got you some, from somewhere else, um, yeah. or it's earmarked for something else. But it knows it costs the company money, right? Um, so right. I don't. It's not all in there, but it's pr- fairly close. It's close enough, right? When you're talking that much money, you, I, you know, I, 
would think so. I, I couldn't yeah. see a, a, a company going like, here's 300 million and here's another a hundred million dollars for marketing. It's just like, wow. I mean, yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm sure like, like budgeting 20, 30 years ago is different to the amount of profits you would make compared to budgeting for as today, like Jurassic park. I can't remember exactly what the budget, <clears throat> the budget was for that one. But I remember when at first the first one came out, they were just like glamoring about how much money they made and how much I can't remember the exact number of what it was, but I just remember always hearing about how much money Jurassic Park made just on the first one. Right. So I'm 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 pretty sure that the budget wasn't anywhere near what the a budget of like something like Indiana Jones is today. Right. So imagine the the amount of the, the profit that yeah. it made. You'll see in a second. I, I we went through it from '77 to now, um, how it changed and how ridiculous yeah. it gets, really. Yeah. But that's why I was jumping percentages, right? Because in a minute you're gonna see, say, if it's a ten million dollar budget and you make half a billion dollars, you know, versus a four hundred million dollar budget and a billion dollars, your percentage is gonna be higher on the first one. You just, you know, you make more profit on the other one, but your yeah. percentage, you just perform better versus your budget. Um, yeah. And there's good points to each. You know, obviously the bottom line is you want more money. Oh, yeah. But, and then and then the question is, what's the percentage and what's the profit margin to be successful? But <laughs> that's the right. Right. You've got to yeah. you figure you want to make your money back. Right. And I figure about that. Probably I would think 100, 100 million. Uh, or well, uh, how about this? You would get that back and double your budget. Right. That's probably what I would think. Get your money back and then make your budget again. That way yeah. you, you you double your investment. I think yeah. that's how that's how I would look at it. But maybe maybe companies like okay, if I can make any money on it, ten percent, twenty five percent, whatever, it's a success because I've made my money plus some. Like if you go to gamble and I bet a thousand bucks and I come out with twelve fifty, yeah. you know I'm I'm, I'm winning. And if I yeah, do that winning. over and over and over again, I'm churning out, and we're talking millions and billions of dollars with that, right? So yeah. you just keep doing that formula thirty yeah. times a year. Yeah, and, because we you know. keep hearing about a bomb. Like, what is what constitutes a bomb these days, and what oh, we constitutes a bomb too. back when we grew up? So, um, but right, right when uh, here, here's um, here's uh, Flint Solo over there calling in from San Diego Comic Con, and Yo uh, Joe's Kevin Williams over there. What's up, guys? Calling in to say hi. Yo Joe and Cobro. <laughs> hey, uh, Star Wars sucks, and GI Joe rule. Drop him. That's a okay. Drop him. Well, bye, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> only only cobra only cobras deals in absolutes right <laughs> yeah you're break, breaking up yeah breaking up yeah okay i'm gonna remove you guys that can't hear you so uh but you look fantastic <laughs> look dope. thank you <laughs> oh man but yeah uh but also the nerd alert uh check it in too so yeah um it's so funny like the, the conversation is is funny to talk about these kind of things right because again normally we don't we normally we are into the story and, yeah. and the graphics and all these things and our yeah. entertainment and stuff but every once in a while we have to take a step back because the reality is it is a business you know and if the business yeah. isn't doing right and uh then we have no more entertainment so it tells us where our favorite things are going to go and we find out what's more important is it bottom line or is it uh audience sentiment you know uh, what, yeah. what's more important to them and it and could be yeah, to, it's, to, or is it both? But to us, it should be audience sentiment. But we have to look at it on their point of view too. If it's working, it's working. You well, know that kind of thing. Or it's not, it's not. It's so, like yeah, it's like this. If if the audience sentiment is like, oh, Captain Kennedy's ruining everything, 
and, and everything she's touching as well. And she's fighting with everybody. But if they keep hiring her or keep renewing her contract, then there's like some kind some... of review that goes on like this, right? Yeah. Every quarter. Yeah. And she sits down and they look at her numbers. They're all, oh, you're, you're good across the board. You just made us, you know, 0. Well, 0.9 billion or 2.3 billion this year. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Have a yeah. Good one. Sentiment be damned. I mean, money talks. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, since, since 1980, whatever. Yeah. You know, she's you 70, know? guys. Yeah. It's so funny. Like growing up, I never, I never. I don't remember. Um, well, we weren't involved in, in a lot of the, the like the money stuff like that. Right. I don't remember actually anything becoming a bomb. Like besides Ghostbusters two is the only thing I could think of that oh. was not that was kind of like besides like, Waterworld. Oh, Waterworld maybe it was like the first one. It was like we heard like the Hollywood bomb. Yeah, the, the, the they summer... spent uh, they spent that hundred million dollars that went yeah. to shit. You know, yeah, um, that kind of yeah, thing. Right. Right on. And I see we have a uh, row jumping in here now. The scare of scuttlebutt. Yes. What's going What's on, up, dude. Yeah. The so, leader of the red five network. That's right. Right on. And then, uh, man. Yeah. So let's, let's jump into it. Let's give her her job review and let's see what's going that's on. Right. right. Let's see. Let's so, see where we stand. So I'm going to say, Hey, stand. Hey, kitty cat, come on into the office. Let's have a talk about your, your, your review right now. See how it's going. How you feeling? You good to talk right now? Good. Tough uh, shit. You know, now I'm really busy about, you know, Disney like canceling. Tough, and- tough, tough. We're going to talk about it now and see if you keep your job. <laughs> let's go. Let's jump. That's right. That's right. right. So what, so we have a couple graphics that are on here. So Chris, I know you just have to tell me which ones you want me to pop on the screen. Uh, put the money up. Let's start with the money. Pro- the profits. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is what I did was I went through all Lucasfilm profits and then if it's highlighted blue, that's post uh, Disney era. Okay. Mm-hmm. To yeah. see what we're talking. Now you're going to look at a new hope in 1977. The budget was $11 million. <laughs> that's crazy. dude. Okay. $11 million. <laughs> And they made seven hundred and seventy-five million, right? Mm, right? So a seven hundred and sixty-four million dollar profit, about sixty times. Okay, <laughs> right. so sixty times the profit, you're you're good. Okay, we're we're excellent. That's that's the highest one of all of it, and I don't think yeah. that's any question why. Right. Okay. Um, right. Empire, which we all assume we all think is the best one, and we'll go into that in a minute. Right. Twenty or you know twenty-eight times profit. Right. You know, a, a lot less. So it starts going down. Look, and look at return. So we're dropping right. from 60 to 28 to 13. You yes. know, so that, that's that's normal right there. Look Ooh. at the prequels. These are George era or George mm-hmm. Lucas era type stuff, okay? Yep. We jump from $11 million to $18 to $32 million budgets. Look then at that. Then we go to 1999. Okay, 22 <laughs> years later, we have gone up $114 million. The norm. Budget. Yeah. So that's norm got, that's got to be because of CGI, right? Yeah, yeah, that and the yes. actors, man. You got to yeah, pay the, yeah. all these actors, the the CGI, yeah, the technology, dude. Mm-hmm. What they put into these prequels, especially, it was all in. Um, that, that's a good point, Joey. This was all in CGI, right? Um, so the Phantom, yeah, they yeah. all have almost the same budget, about 115 million or 113 for Revenge of the Sith, which trips me out, right? You would think that would have been the most, but and then, uh, but their budgets all came out at you know eight times the amount, five times the amount, and seven times the amount, much, much less. Uh, right. percent profit for these mm-hmm. so that was a normal normal drop now right. we're going to go into um let's look at indiana jones real fast before we go into the star wars ones sure the pre the pre um era all of them including crystal skull 20 times profit 11 times profit nine times profit three times profit so kingdom of crystal skull even as the worst one was three times the profit right mm-hmm. made the most it was the anticipate right mm-hmm. right right, right. Yeah. Look at Dial of Destiny. And I know it's still in the theater, but you know it's coming to streaming already. It, it's not exactly. going to make much more. It's going to be at 3% profit. It's flat. That's horrible, Damn. dude. Yeah, it had a $295 million budget. And that's, Who that's the hell greenlit that? Dude. 
Yeah. And like I said, I, I that's where I was like, I need an, I, I would love an itemized breakdown of where that went. <laughs> I, I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, all the aging hour movie, I get it, but yeah, exactly. The technology, oh. uh, marketing, all, I mean, everything that's it, but that, that profit margin is so disturbing because yeah. Yeah. What were you saying, Joe? It's just such. I mean, it was such a good movie. I don't, I I don't understand how more people ah, that's, to support this. That, that's actually going to be on one of the next slides. We'll talk about that, too. So this is just strictly numbers, right? So Dial of Destiny is obviously the failure of the Jones, okay? Right. Willow, right. I just wanted to show you as a franchise, right. um, does well, did well at three, you know, three times its budget. You know, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. respectable, especially for a smaller movie like that, right? You consider yeah. Lucasfilm is not – it's independent but not, you know, I mean, it's George freaking Lucas. but Right. Basically right. independent. Okay, so now let's go to the, the Star Wars back back up top. Oh, and even Clone Wars, seven times its budget. The Clone Wars shitty movie, right? right. We, 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 shit, we shit on it. It's yeah. seven times its budget. So making right. a pretty good profit there. It's better than Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith money-wise. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The only yeah. one it's not better than in the new era is Force Awakens, which is the $2 billion movie. Right. Right? It's the one that still owns the, kick the record movie. for the all-time domestic record. Yeah, yeah. The kickoff for the Disney era, the return of Star Wars, mm -hmm. still holds the all-time domestic record and is at only at seven and a half times its budget. Right, two hundred, two and a half, a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> they get two billion seven times in. Okay, right. and then La the Last Jedi three times, Rise of Skywalker mm -hmm. three times, Rogue One four times, Solo, which was the bust, right. um, not quite double. Right? right, they made about half of what the budget was. So yeah. I mean, not a complete bust, and it was better than Dial of Destiny. But solo right. as well. So money wise, she still makes a lot of money though, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking one point eight billion dollar profit on Force Awakens, yeah. a billion dollar profit on Last Jedi, almost a there's a billion and a half between Rise of Skywalker and Rogue One. Mm -hmm. You know, we're 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 we've made up the 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 cost of the the, the four billion price tag, right. correct? Yeah, right. So yeah. a lot of profit there. She's made more there than they made at all combined on top, right? Right. I mean, she's she's back on Star Wars, but prices are different now. Yes. So it's not the percentage versus her budget. That's that's worse. So that's it money wise. So I would say here it's not as good as it was. Um, obviously, um, it follows the same pattern of the high. The first one is the best one and it drops down um, that that's that's been normal for all the mm -hmm. Star Wars trilogies. Uh, but her percent profit is way down. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, with these tent pole deals. Yeah. Uh, is that that I. Three, is yeah, the last that I correct three set for the budget, huh? Three seventeen. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. No wow. shit. That's a ton. That's a ton. That cracked me up, right? Because okay, that was what we talked. I was texting you, uh, right? How yeah. a three hundred seventeen million dollar budget that used to be the biggest. Look at the domestic on return. <laughs> yes. Right. I mean, come on, dude. That's yeah. that's a ridiculous budget. All those budgets right there are ridiculous for the new movies. And I get that we have the look how they look. Right. Right. I mean, but. Star Wars looked fantastic. Empire looked fantastic. And Return yeah. looked fantastic. Why can't it this, look that good for? Yeah, and uh, even on this know. sediment here, like what you were going through, I don't. The only one I feel like as a complete failure would be Dial of Destiny. Oh, I, I, I agree. Don't it's considered so low, even at the forty-two percent. Oh. You know, it didn't make. It made its butt. It made. Hey, it made millions of dollars. I, I don't um, see. This is not including any DVD sales or money they make. From, yeah, I don't know yeah. what they make on streaming. They, they're all tight knit about that, right? But. Yeah. You know, they, I, I don't. I, I agree with you. This is not. If you're comparing it, it's not apples to apples. Apples right. to oranges. She's down in percentage, but yeah. overall, like I said, the money she made, you don't sniff. You don't sniffle at five billion. The bills were paid, off. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, for sure, dude. Lights are way on, man. Yeah. We're not living paycheck to paycheck at Lucasfilm. Right. 
So right. um, I, I think so far it's a win. So let's go ahead and go to the next one. Kind of not the not our rankings, but the uh, the reactions, the, the reactions. Yeah, sure. So what I did here was I, I looked at uh, the critics versus audience pre and post. OK, I'm yeah. going to start with Jones and, and Willow just for fun. Sure, sure. Um, if you see it as a negative. That means the audience didn't like it as much as the fan, as the critics did. And if you okay. see it as a positive, it means they saw it more. Okay, got it. Or they liked it more. Um, so the positive is the only. It's so weird how Indiana Jones um, <laughs> uh, down there. It's such a good positive reaction. Get an eighty-eight. It's not the top one. It's the third third highest uh, audience score there, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but the critics hated it. Yeah, they compared did compared to the other ones, and that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. So, but she gets pretty good scores on Indiana Jones here for quality. I would say, matter of fact, having the audience score higher than the critics by twenty percent, I would say, is a good thing. I would think um, so. Too. I, look, I we're, we're audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're the ones paying the bills. We're, we're right. with the lights, right? So, right. I think that's a win there. I think she has a big ass loss um, on Willow. Yeah, taking a, taking a dump here. Um, you see that the, it's so funny that the audience just loved the old Willow. Yep. And I'm one they of just hate the new Willow. And I'm one of those two. Yeah, so it, it very yep. consistent with, with how the yeah. show goes, with how you guys talk about it. It's, so. it's so much so I hate it that I'm so glad it's not on Disney Plus to even look at. That's <laughs> right. how much I hated it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so bad. You're so glad they took it away. Yeah, I, I, can't, I don't even have to look yeah. at it. On, like I don't even have to go past I don't have to bypass it. It's just not right. there. So <laughs> now, now cool. the reason I made that note about the uh, the audience or the critics liking yeah. things more is I find it really odd that most Lucasfilm stuff, except you know with, with a couple of exceptions, mm -hmm. is positive on the audience side. Like we like it more than the critics do. Like the critics are all over. Like yeah. they're more negative on the on Lucas's stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they're super not... positive on the new wow, Disney stuff, I and it's that. not working. Yeah, you know? I see that. Wow, that's just, that's a be damned. <laughs> I'm seriously that that's a tell. Yeah. I yeah. mean, now, okay, or is interesting. it interesting? Because one of my things on that was I was thinking, is that a tell of that the fans are harder on the the material, <laughs> which is part of it, right? Mm. Or is it the fact that we just have um, more militant fans now that will attack stuff? Um, um, I think that's what I think that's it is too because I don't the critics don't attack like they oh don't, you're right they don't yeah. look they don't use the words woke they don't use the words political and stuff like that they just kind of like hey it was dull slow pace whatever whatever what the fans do is they like i said they don't like it because of whatever you know today's talk is uh is going on too so they do add that into the sentiment like like dial of destiny I, i've seen a lot of people like not even want to see it just because they their perception of it being in the disney franchise they're automatically not going to like it but they don't need they haven't even seen it uh, yeah. and, and I think that has a lot to do with that kind of thing where pe a lot of people did not like the Disney takeover of Lucasfilm. And I think it's already like, if, if they don't hit, if they don't come out swinging out of the gate, then I'm just going to hate it. And I'm going to throw all these things in and then I'm going to look at what's going on in the political world. And we're going to, you know, add it in it, true or false, you know, or if right. Disney lean into it heavier or not. And if they did too much, it was a too much of a pendulum swing that it just really, uh, made the audiences like really hate Disney for it, but the critics yeah. are that. That's the one thing that I will give credit to critics is that they're consistent in that way that they don't let the outside opinion um, yeah. formulate their scores. You yeah, they very very the much have been can... consistent on these scores. Look at them; they're mostly yeah. look. So look from the Clone Wars movie down; those are all yeah. animation, animation or TV. 
Yeah. Right? And everything but the two, obviously, the Clone Wars deals are all um, mm -hmm. D Disney era stuff. The critics like the Disney era TV. They do. Except, they do. except for yeah. Book of Boba Fett. The fans don't like all of it. They don't like Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, right. Uh, oh, well, that's it, really. Or Resistance, obviously. Nobody like, I don't, I can't believe Resistance. The critics love Resistance. <laughs> what, what, what in the hell were they watching, dude? I don't know. Don't and that's know, that's what I ask myself a lot of times with the critics is what movie were you guys watching? Because there's a lot of times where they it gets high praise. I'm like, how? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, that that that's wild to me. Um and look I at Visions. Have a Visions, Visions yeah. is wild to me how what a big gap that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um well I guess both of them are resistance and visions from the from the critics yeah. to the audience. I mean, visions massive. almost give it a hundred percent, man. And like, yeah. you know. Now Kenobi too, and I try to keep I'm trying to keep my emotions out of it, not my emotions, right, my, right. my own personal feelings. But we mm -hmm. that's what we do. We're podcasters, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I mean, Kenobi is a really weird one to me. That eighty, we have a twenty percent gap in in critic and audience. Yeah, and I can't think of why it would be. I, again, the TV CGI is what I would complain about, right? Um, and I guess people complain about having the old broken down character type, you know. But well, I loved it. A so lot of I, I don't I, get I, it. From what I remember, it was Reva. It was her character. Oh, and Reva too. It yeah. was it was the one that brought everybody down on Kenobi. Um, yeah. Just the, the, yeah. you know the the quote unquote overacting over this over over being angry and stuff like I, we've talked about this right yeah, like you yeah, know, the throw, the throw our podcast stuff in there. Um, but it's so it's so tough yeah. to to go into that. I, I really like that. But you know, again, take my feelings out. This is the score, right? Yeah. Numbers, numbers are numbers. Absolutely. So yeah. I would think on this. On this part here, for sure, I would think she's missing the mark on on um, on audience, and that's what's most important. Right. I, I feel like she has the the audience uh, score as a negative on her side. Mm. Um, with again, Dial yeah. Destiny, yeah. Dial Destiny being the the way big, not <laughs> true, right? right. Uh, and yeah. Rogue One and Force Awakens, um, all and Andor, all being very very solid scores. The mm -hmm. rest of them, mm -hmm. I think, could be. Um, and, I mean, Rebels to a point. I'm surprised Rebels is down at eighty three, but. I agree. That's, that's, not, that's, not a, that's not a horrible score either. But when no, you have that, 54, 62s and, and, and yeah, and that's a, a snapshot of today because you know, fast forward, I think a year from now, I think Rebels will be a lot more because more people are going to get into it and watch it and have their opinions on it because of what's what's going on, right? Like, so yep. this is like a snapshot of now and and what's to come because a lot of these things do get new life, you know, and uh, like like for something something might come out that may might make Kenobi really you know or a good, say like a season two comes out and it's all of a sudden like everybody loves it, even makes the first one you know series kind of like stuff so we have to kind of like i guess uh throw that with a caveat like this is a snapshot of right now um yeah yeah all right let's uh so let's yeah. see let's that's uh so on this one I, I say she takes the l here she gets a w on the money and l on the audience Yes, I agree. You know, I, I so I hundred percent agree with that. Like so, uh, yeah. So so I think so far she's trying keeping her job but not getting a big raise. So far, yeah. I mean, I mean, if the How? like like you said, if the money's there, but the yeah. but the but but people are bitching about the content, and if the money doesn't go down to zero, how can you justify? losing a job right like you right, know what i mean like if right. it was a it's, it's potential it's, it's it's potential loss right yeah they're looking, they're looking at their their plus minuses then they're like okay well i have a risk factor of if we keep losing money like this i'm going to lose three billion in the next five years um that's if we, different if yeah out, i could probably make an extra three billion for people coming back to the to the brand yeah um, 
they, yeah. they probably have math doing that. And again, she's 70. Somebody's going to be right. She's going to bounce soon. And yeah. Not, and then <laughs> 70 years old. She is again, she is worth 350. That's $5 million for every year of her life. Right. Why is she dealing with all this nonsense? Right. You know why? Because she doesn't look at the online bullshit. Cause she doesn't care because she's got three hundred fifty right. million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, uh, all right. The one well, thing that's, I that's, think she looks at is the box office numbers. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's all they, all they do, man. Yeah. That's what because yep. they have to answer to Wall Street. That's all that matters. And that, yep. That's where. That's why I say when I look at this stuff, that's how I look at. It. That's why when I start thinking about when everybody gets mad at Kennedy or Disney or whatever, yeah. I'm like, hold on a second, look at it from a business perspective because. Now I got, you got you got to look when you're in the boardroom or who you're answering to it and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what is it is it hey is everybody happy or did you just make my you know the stockholders <laughs> happy so yeah Chris, how did you yeah. get how did you get the numbers regarding like Mandalorian like oh, these are all Rotten Tomatoes so is it going by like all three seasons or it's combined it it's by, combined okay. so yeah. one season would throw off the other this is a because it's all encompassing. Yeah, because obviously the first season did really good. I, I don't even remember hearing anyone say anything negative about it. No, right. no. First no. two, and right, yeah. That's why, it, like, these numbers don't really reflect the start that it had. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a, it's all in, like, Rebels and Clone Wars as well, and, oh, okay. and Visions, it's just all combined into one. That is it. I I, uh, I didn't dig any further to see if I could get it. I probably could, um, but I didn't go any. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm complicated enough. <laughs> yeah no i think that's a, but that that is a good point too like you know mandalorian yeah, as is. an overall thing because i know we i know we break down seasons and we kind of like oh season one is great season two is great season three had some hiccups uh in and yeah. stuff but as an overall i think uh story like remember how we we kind of put things on a shelf you know like when oh. we get into our personal rankings we go like you know um <clears throat> sometimes it's like original trilogy over prequel sequel stuff like that so you can have one or two bad things in that block but overall, right. it's 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 got its score, and which right. oh, which we'll do right now. You want to see the scores? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's do this. This should be interesting, you know, okay. because I, I'm, so, I'm curious to see where the pit is on this too. All right, so pit, this is what I did. So I started with the critics in the audience, and I ranked them by how their scores were, right, one through eleven on the movies, how they basically their favorite. Yeah. Then we we asked the whole crew, all six of us, to put in our rankings, one through eleven. And then what yeah. we did was we added them all up, what everybody's rank was, and the lower the score, the better, right? Yeah. So as you as you see, The Empire Strikes Back, we unanimously chose as the number one Star Wars movie, so its total was seven with an average of one. Yeah. That makes the best overall score you can get is a one, and right. Uh, and yeah. what this says, it's <laughs> what this sentiment is. Empire Strikes Back is the best movie ever made. <laughs> yes. ever made. And there is no, yeah, and this is right now, for now, until we decide to change our minds, this is the uh, definitive ranking, and all others have been deemed null and void, I said. So, That's true. That's uh, true. Anybody I, I, else's ranking does not count, because we use maths, and <laughs> nobody else does. They just they just put numbers out randomly. Exactly. But, uh, so I wanted to go through this, and, and Scott wanted to be here, because he won't be able to defend anything. And I told him we weren't going to do that to him, but I'm going to do that to him. So yeah, yeah he's not was, here. That, that was always that was it was always the goal, Scott. Sorry, it's always the goal. <laughs> we got so, five more slides that proves it. <laughs> so Empire, we're all pretty solid here, right? I mean, A New Hope. So yep. we got Empire all one. A New Hope is pretty close to number two, except Marco has it at three, and right. Joey, check you out, man. We're, we're going to talk for years for a bit, but <laughs> well, it is what it is. Look at his list, though. His two is two is revenge. Yeah, you know, yeah. three return and four rogue one. I mean, it's hard to argue. You it's, know, it's, those are. It's, I have a. I mean, yeah, I, I get. I understand it. Um, like I said, it's respectable. It's respectable. 
It's really um, all of our top four or five are pretty interchangeable, right? Yeah, if you look across yeah. the board, they all are, with the exception of, you know, maybe my Attack of the Clones um, right. thrown in there and Ernie's uh, Force Awakens now. up there. Yeah, right. his solo's mm -hmm. up at four. You know, yeah. so there's we have what's up? The way I read the way I ranked mine was, which one would I put on if I was sick with the stomach flu? Well, hundred percent. That's, That's your yeah. list, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, it would be Empire Strikes Back over you know overall yeah. yeah new hope it's like you know i love it it's always going to be special to me because it's, it's the first one ever mm -hmm. but there's other ones that just have i'm going to say you know be better better uh you know better graphics better uh not i'm not going to say better storytelling because it's not better storytelling but revenge of the sit i mean for some reason that within the last 15 20 years the mm -hmm. prequels have really grown on me except especially yeah, man. With, with the clone war cartoons and and all the stuff that disney has like disney's really put some steroids into the prequels to where yes they're I, like I agree my, almost my favorite yeah and so, and, and and yo oh, yeah. and we always have the caveat of this is a live and breathe and document this isn't set in stone like chris said these fluctuate mm -hmm. here and there like sometimes uh uh what you know things will come out that would just kind of like wow like rogue one did the new hole i just man that now i got to put those higher up on my list or or whatnot yeah. so sure sure yeah so so no i get that to totally dude and uh i i shit, i have revenge on on number three of mine so i get why it's up there it's ahead of return for me um, yeah. But look, so so number one was Empire, number two was A New Hope, and number three was Return of the Jedi. The original trilogy were the top three. Yes. And sometimes I wonder, is that just because that's our era? Um, were they gen genuinely better? And then I look mm -hmm. at them all and think about it, and yes, they are. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes and uh, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's, it's to me, it, it's a hard thing to put the original trilogy behind anything. Um but yeah. I absolutely would, you know, like, I, I mean, I would if I if I really felt it, like if Joey really felt episode three is better than Return of the Jedi, then I mean, I, that's I did, too. I, I have Revenge at three and Return at four. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, I, I I feel the same way. I just get and I know why you like Return. I get it. We've we, we've known each other and talked about this. How many? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we all know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, of course. But check it out. The first Disney one and undisputed we would think would be Rogue One. Rogue right? One. Mm -hmm. Rogue One coming across audiences and us. Um, it's a little higher on you guys are mostly fours. Got a five in there with Ernie, a six with me. Um, yeah. Most of you guys are fours um, with the audience, so it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, Revenge coming in five. I'm a little mm -hmm. sad about it, obviously. Um, and and <laughs> I, Scott yeah. and Scott, you know the the pillar of prequel love that he is uh, has <laughs> Revenge of the Sith at nine. That's um, baffling. What the had, hell? Had he put that at three, it probably would have beat Rogue One. And you put it at four or five, it might have beat Rogue One. So, right. Scott, you you swayed the whole thing. Took the prequels <laughs> right out of the running. There well done, sir. Way, yeah. way to go. Yo, Joe. <clears throat> Yo, um, Joe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was you see where his priorities are. What, right? What was that, Joe? <laughs> I think that was on purpose. He did that purposely. <laughs> right? The whole thing. Oh, man. You, you can see how much he hates me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so then, uh, then Force Awakens comes up, and you know, for the critics, it was number three and five. For yeah, us, crazy. you can see how far it fell. Yeah, right. Yeah. For Ernie, down all the way to ten. Uh, Mark, wow. you got it at nine. I'm, I'm I do. The high, me and Joey at seven. I do enjoy some Force Awakens. Yeah, um, and uh, Scott at eight as well. So, mm -hmm. but I, I, I thought that one was good because of the uh, I, okay, the nostalgia gets you. It was right. a big gap, really well done, a, a fun, 
story. I like the intro of Kylo. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I, I didn't have any problems with the force awakens. Uh, yeah. I still like, I still like mm-hmm. it. And I was still like to Joey's point, if I'm homesick, it, I, I would put it on. It's, yeah. it's not out of the question. Uh, sometimes I look at it as a block. Like the, like I said, you know, I have a hard time sometimes separating a block of films, like the prequel sequels and, and original trilogy. So if like, uh, yes, as a, a standalone film is probably better of the three, as far as like, the story and understanding and what it's set up, you know, and then to meet like a lot of times I, I like I said, my first reaction coming out of it was, well, what a great reboot of Star Wars. And I and I just felt that way. And I, and sometimes uh, revisiting, I still feel that way. But it's like a reboot with some added cool stuff to it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's my justification of bringing the, the prequel so low in my in my book. Yeah, I, I get it. I guess I just. <laughs> It just kind of gave you the feels, you know. I, I talked sure, a lot sure. about it. It felt like Star Wars. Force Awakens feels like Star Wars. Yeah, the trailer was like the pinnacle of that movie, and then oh. the movie was like, oh, yeah. whoa. The hype, you know? the hype for Force Awakens. Um, yeah, it was amazing, amazing. Yeah. Um, how about Solo coming in here? Now it wasn't very far behind the Force Awakens either, and you can right. see that Joey is the one that hosed Solo. I mean, like, yeah. Um, but you see, uh, Ernie has it all the way up at four, which is a huge yeah, he loved that movie, jump yeah. up, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and Scott and Marco up at six. I mean, I have it at eight, and I love and I love Solo. Um, yeah. But yeah. just there's a lot of good Star Wars movies. Damn it. <laughs> right. I, they're, they're, like I said, in my little, there's like three movies that are almost tied. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, you just and don't like. It's, no, it's not it? to say that I don't like Solo. I love Solo. It's just. That's you like my, nine that's things my more. Ranking. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So the worst like, Star Wars is better than the worst anything it's else. It's like okay, that's right. If Solo was on at the same time as the Cosby Show, yeah, I watch Solo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Cosby Show. Even knowing what he knows oh, now no. about Bill Cosby, it's I, still. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know. That was awesome. I, I love it. Love it. All right. Here we go. We're going to jump on to the next. So, so now we got three out of the six or seven, right? So three out of yeah. seven for Disney era. Um, and then uh, Phantom Menace coming in now at number eight. Um, I think we're all pretty even on this. It looks like uh, nine, eight, well, five. Scott likes it a little more. Scott than likes I. it more. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that's pretty shocking since he doesn't prequel. Right. Um, man, did I, that wasn't a typo because he put it in there with me. <laughs> no, he, 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 would, he would have changed it had it been wrong. Yeah. Um, so he has five. So that, that really brought that up there. He, you know what? He was just sabotaging Attack of the Clones. I can see it. Yeah. Um, and then Attack of the Clones falling after the Phantom Menace. Now, what I'd like to mention here is, number one, I have it at number five. So I like Attack of the Clones. Marco yeah. has it ahead of the Phantom Menace now. I do. Things have changed. And Ernie really? has it ahead of the Phantom Menace. Yes, yeah, I do. And, and, so. and I'm telling you right now, it's because of the Clone Wars. Yeah. The cartoon. That's what I figured. Yeah. The entire I, – I see it as – like i just changed perceptions of it and uh it to me like i said i know scott's scott's objection to the attack of the clones is it's cringy i don't think he objects to the story i think he ex- ex- uh, oh no the story is great it's the yeah execution. the execution I mean, I know right it's the execution. So, but there's so, and the thing is there's so many scenes on on every on, on every part of the prequels that yeah, there's, some, there's something going on, and in the background, you're like, oh, "Okay, I know exactly what's going on behind." Oh, this dude, scene. yeah, dude, it's there's so nothing annoying. better than Clone Wars season seven with the Ahsoka yeah. 
my god oh dude when you know revenge of the sith is happening in the background like you're saying right there nothing better than that that's the best right and like i said before my six seven eight are almost tied dude solo phantom menace and attack of clones are like neck to neck where i just had to put them in some sort of order there um besides the pod race to me because i love the pod race uh the the episode one has very very it was it was just weird it's a weird movie to me yeah. <laughs> it's a weird but, movie but as you see attack of the clones would have been up a notch but scott really just blew the yeah, he, on those, those yeah. two both of them way to go scott <laughs> all right and speaking of blowing the curve here uh last jedi uh, look at this critics were it was number four yeah, for the critics the, four the critics, the critics i mean love the last they did they go empire did. a new hope force yeah. awakens and last yeah. jedi are the critics favorite Number yeah. 11 for the audience. And then we go Scott, <laughs> Chris 10, Marco 10, Joey 11, Ernie 11, and Scott is loving on Last Jedi um, <laughs> at number seven. So I don't think he, oh no, he saved the Rise of Skywalker. He, he saved it from the Rise of Skywalker. Look. Yeah. It's that close. Had he put an eight there, it, it would have uh, tanked it. Yeah. So, way to go. See? He Scott See, uh, was really the, the deciding factor on a couple of these. Yeah. yeah. If, the la- if the Last Jedi was on St. Thomas Cosby show, Cosby show. Cosby show. <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, and, that, and those make sense, right? To, to me, I mean, Last Jedi more so because it's divisive. And, and yeah, look, is, it, nothing, nothing makes more sense to me than look at the the, the gap in critics and audience. Yeah, right? and, and I do have an, I do have a, a kind of an answer for this critic audience thing uh, with Last Jedi because, uh, and this is where, and this is where the actual talking back happened at this movie between ryan johnson kathleen ken all these people started to uh, uh fight with audience and critics not yeah. critics but with podcasters and and bloggers they started to answer back and started to like uh attack back and that's where i think the line the the timeline skewed for star wars or lucasfilm in general now mm-hmm. Uh, that's the point because force awakens it was kind of like eh, it is what you know everything it was whatever last jedi came we had that we started our podcast around that time the trailer was coming out when it came out we saw it we we're like we were confused we kind of liked it and we were like kind of talking ourselves into it but this is when the backlash happened majorly because not through critics but through the audience and this is and you can obviously tell all the audience besides scott uh gave it very i mean almost the bottom of the barrel but the okay. critics were were tried and true, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so would you say that this had maybe something to do with it? Okay, the audience obviously would be fans that are emotionally involved in it, right? Yep. The critics are watching it as a job. You're right. Like they're You're critics, right. So they're not really emotionally attached to whatever happened in the Last Jedi. So you would figure they'd be like, okay, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. They have a but different the checklist, audience. you know what I mean? They, yeah, they do the absolutely audience. have a different checklist. Yeah. But the, the the weird thing is, critics today are us, right? If if we we, we we could really get on Rotten Tomatoes as the podcast and, and do a review every on every movie, yeah, we could do that, you know. So, it, I guess it just depends on their their genre. Like if I got on there and I started doing horror, listen, watching horror movies just to have mm-hmm. reviews, I'd, I'd have a completely different vibe and feel than you would. Sure. Right. So mm-hmm. somebody, yeah. So, so I guess to your point too. Yeah. Hereditary. Perfect example. Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, dude. <laughs> just watched it again the other day. It was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I, I, I decided not to watch it again the other day. <laughs> and that's like 749 straight days. I have not watched it again. So yeah. keeping count. Um, I forgot where I was on that shit. That was well. The 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 the, the critics' job and audience job as far as oh, like, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, whatever. It, it just uh. Yeah, but but to Joey's point, the, the audience is is 
is uh yeah. in I just it, right? see We're it invest- as that We're was the in there. Yeah, I just saw it as that was the time where we first like growing up. We never heard of this before, like uh like JJ Abrams or uh James Cameron coming back and and uh yelling at an audience member for not liking the film and and this is the first time we saw it or it actually hit to where it's like Ryan Johnson actually called out people by name and 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 all these all these things started coming out which I, I think has a big impact on the future thing it, it put a sour taste in people's mouth it's almost like well just let us hate just let us talk about the movie and we'll move on but no now the creators are getting involved and in, uh telling us we're wrong and, and it's, you know yeah. it, it, it was a different time and i think that was squashed really fast by by you know lawyers and stuff um, where it's just hard to recover from that, you know? Yeah. Hey, hey, look how interesting it is that the audience score is really close to the right line, even with us involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Except for Rise of Skywalker, it scores way lower with us than it does a regular mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. I and, wow. and and I think because of us, we talk about it so much that every time we talk about it in uh, the Star Wars timeline, it falls even further and further and further because there's so many holes. There's so yeah. many different, like, things. True, and, uh, this... These are yeah. initial reactions from people on Rise. Right? Yeah, so every yeah. time we revisit uh, Rise, it gets lower for me. Like it's, you know, me too. Yeah, it's hey, only lower now. Right. Yeah, uh, that's the only one for me. Rise of Skywalker that I watch it, and my reaction to it is still the same. It's like mm. Mm. I don't, I don't love it, but I definitely don't hate it there, right. because there's, there's a lot of. You know, there's a lot of good stuff in the Rise of Skywalker, but the Last Jedi is the one that I really didn't, really, really didn't like it. As much as I watched it, I, it doesn't yeah. change. But I mean, you I, and Ernie I, have the same sediment there. I even bought the. I mean, the thing is, though, even though as much as I didn't like the Last Jedi, I still went out and bought the DVD. I still of went course. out and, and supported oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, dude. You always do. And if you're gonna, if we're doing a yeah. marathon, we're not skipping any of these. You know I, what I mean? Right. Oh, they're all in. They're yeah. all in. Hey, yeah, um, so, so again, so so on this real quick, just again, we're, we're kind of two in the top half. One is the half, by the way. So let's call Force Awakens the average, right, okay. or the, the medium. Yeah. So you have one in the top half, three in the bottom half. She's not doing great on any kind of sediment. Sediment, even, correct. Even with yeah. even with us, for the most part. Uh-huh, um, right. That, that she yeah. has a gap in there. Rogue One being the um, outlier, Force Awakens kind of in the middle, and that's probably because initial reaction was very, very much. We I agree. Is what it was. It was so, yeah. uh, so I think the Force Awakens would probably go down if it were released today um, into that bottom. So I think yeah. we're, we got to we got to fail on uh, sediment. So overall, we can you can probably drop this slide. Well, Force Force Awakens was our first date. That was our first date with the new girl, and of course, it's going to have high praise. And then, well, it's the like first movie in thirty. Yeah, the some second, years, thirty-three the years. Second and third one was the ones that were like. Yeah. So, that's when we started concentrating on the story, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Chris. You know that. Uh. Well, first off, thank you for putting all that together, and 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 uh. Yeah, because yeah, cool. it's it is cool to to revisit because it, it what we're the goal here is to put it in a perspective of just like you said, if it's a job review, and your job on paper. If it's looking good on paper, why should we, why should a company fire that person just because the out the uh, the product is not well received, but the money's still there? What I try and, and here's what she does: there's risks that they take, right? Um, and you try and tell your people take risks, yeah, um, fail fast, do what you yeah. can't, you know. What I mean, but but you can't make money without risk. So she's taken a couple of risks. They've done a couple of things that maybe shouldn't have been the plan. Um, they adjusted after pretty fast, and they did. They didn't. St- they stopped immediately doing the six month 
um, releases. Um, you know, yeah. for the for the most part, I think she's she's done a good job. Man, she's made five billion dollars. Yeah. Um, I think when I was if I was in a job review with her and, and I was telling her what's up, I said, look, you're doing really good on your revenue. I think you need to pay more now that it's coaching wise. You need to pay more attention to what your audience is looking for. You need to see what's what the negatives are. You need to react Level, to that. Find, balance. A, find a balance yeah. because not only are you making five billion, you probably could have made seven and a half. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, because you're 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 leaving money on the table because you're upsetting your people. So figure out what it is. Do your focus groups, do whatever the hell you got to do um, and, and get it straight. Because um, the next time we talk, I expect the, the, the quality to be up so that the revenue will go with it. And yeah. that's what you would expect. And that's how a job review would go. I wouldn't fire her for the, the sediment necessarily because she's made the five billion dollars. So that's how the review would go. If if there was a trajectory on a downslope and dollar destiny is almost one of those things where it makes Ooh. I mean, it is like a dive. So whatever else, what what is she in charge yeah. of next as far as like I, I said, I said well, first off, first off, besides that, the, the, on the dial of destiny, I suppose they would also have had a talk. Right, because yeah. I know how I would talk to my the, my executives and how I talk to my folks below, right? And yeah. and you kind of you know a risk and you know what's going on. You're like, look, Crystal Skull wasn't very well received. We've had a bunch of problems with Lucasfilm lately with our Star Wars brand and with uh, with Willow. There is a a definite risk here with Solo. Our goal has just got to be to make our budget back, and anything beyond that is going to be good. Um, they have mm. to be in that mode right now until they figure something out. Dial of Destiny was a risk. I I, I thought so from the get. I, yeah. Um, I told you I was worried about it even before. I just, oh no, I loved it. I loved it. I, I wish it I was made worried a about it too, dollars. man. I, 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 we we were on here talking about like, yeah. look, we have to go in here just kind of open minded stuff because we want to have fun with it. It's so hard. It's so easy to get caught up in whatever people are saying. Like I said, I've seen it. I've seen people in comments, uh, you know, in our comments, but I'm like other people's, you know, podcasts and stuff about them saying like. I just refuse to go see it because I think everything Disney and Kathleen Kennedy touches is is in a is not talking to me on a per, on an entertainment level, and so yeah. they go in arms folded. Which I think to me, it's this is entertainment. You're missing out on a lot of stuff. Um, if I, I know way too many people that got rid of Disney Plus, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, like to me, I, I always said this too. I said, look. Um, if, if you're like this, like a huge Star Wars fan, you love Star Wars and you, and you're not going to go anywhere, but if you're going to refuse to, um, indulge in the content, they're not going to, they're not going to redo it the way you like it. It's, it's, this is, it's like, here it is. And this is what we get. You know, yeah. we're never going to get, you're not going to reboot the sequels. You're not going to, uh, take this and make it not can't you're it, it, this, it is what it is. So you either yeah. enjoy it, it or, or I mean, I, Yeah. But there's no yeah. bitching. Don, uh, uh, exercise the, uh, that sentiment. Chris, you did a great job on the info you gave. Absolutely. Because yeah. you know what? Um, if if you went to the person on the street and said, look, Kathleen Kennedy, do you deserve to, does she deserve to have a, a contract extension? And a lot of people would say no, right? Like, just like, no, because I don't like her. I don't like what she's doing with Disney. It's failing. Everything's a bump. But if you presented with numbers and you're like, well, look, um, it's making money. And not is not as money as uh, enough money as it could have the potential but it's still like i said yeah. keeping the lights on they got a billion dollars in cash in the bank they got you know i think they employ um, uh, thousands of people they got buildings they got companies they get the bills are paid yeah um hard it's hard to argue that now yes i think what my thing would be like this look another dollar destiny bomb would would solidify in my opinion look it's it's just not working because yeah. that is like you, 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 no one's in business to break even 
Um, okay. So I would say, in my opinion, um, as much as I, I probably would welcome new leadership just because it's been a long time. And I, I think a, a freshness in that sediment in the, in the audience and, and us in general, like what can someone else or a new team bring new life to star Wars in a direction that we all can agree on. Sometimes if I have a, if I have a council meeting and there's 12 people sitting there and they go, look, if by removing you, and I know you make us money, but, but if by removing you and we put someone else in, if that's going to, uh, raise the sediment, which will raise our profits. If that's better for the company, that's, I think has to be looked at also. Sure. Um, as much as I would love Captain Kennedy to quit on her own terms, you know, not re- just what, Hey guys, it's been great. I'm, I'm going to go and enjoy my, like you said, $500 million and, and just, uh, <clears throat> or, you know, whatever, whatever she didn't spend, uh, and, and just kind of do it. I think she's done, uh, in my opinion, she's done very good things in Hollywood uh, since day one. I mean, her track record, uh, people just knew the name now because she's in charge of Lucasfilm. But she's right. been in the game a long time. And I think uh, a lot of people forgot that, too. Uh, without her and her her expertise in it, we wouldn't have 90% of the films that we love today. It just, it's just That's a true statement. Um, so on one hand, I go like, I think new leadership is needed just not the sense of of a of a uh because i'm a personal thing i think it'd be a good i think it'd be a good direction to go and not Uh, a i wouldn't want her to go because i don't like her i think it'd be but look it's i think it's time to kind of like change shake it up a little bit more and uh get into what star wars was all about in the first place not it's not just star it's lucasfilm so it's that's i was just gonna say that's the hard part because it's not just because y'all everybody wants to think filoni or favreau or somebody like that taking charge yeah and that's the problem is that it's, it's all of Lucasfilm. I, yeah, I guess Favreau could do it as long as Filoni was in charge of Star Wars. Um, yeah, yeah. But that, that's who else would do it, you know? And they, and then I think I don't, she's 70. So I, I would like somebody from our generation because I, I feel we have a different connection to Star Wars, you know? So yeah. get somebody in that 40 to 50 range, um, a little bit older, a little bit younger. But I mean, not to, not to discount anybody else, but I just feel like that, that, Filoni is that era. That's why that's who I'm pointing to, really. Well, right. Us us or Filoni should be. Yeah. Pick one. This uh this whole thing has like a such a familiar um such a familiar structure and thing that's going on right now, like in sports, right? I know I gave an example earlier, but there's an even better example with with the Raiders right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, they brought in this new coach and he came in and just got rid of a lot of good players got rid of a lot he traded away a lot of things and it was a new regime right and i know kathleen king's not a new regime but you know she changed things thinking that it was gonna make things better yeah and he pretty much did the same thing he got rid of a lot of fan favorites he did a lot of things to piss off a lot of the fans so now he's in this year to where it's you either produce something because you can't even produce a play uh, you know win a, a, win a winnable season yeah or something's gonna happen They're like it's already been said that if you don't produce something something's gonna happen because you yeah did a lot of things to piss off the fans and that's who pays for the seats to come in i mean the, the at the end watch. of the day yeah it's not sponsors it's the it's the fans it's mm-hmm. us i mean it's it's a. Uh, at the end of the day, and I think and there, there has to be a change. Yeah. And see, the thing is with this coach is he has a lot of history with winning championships. So you can't 
you can't yeah, say, know. well, yeah, she's made a lot of hits and a lot of great things in the past. Yeah. Same thing with this guy. He's won nine Super Bowls. Yeah. And because of that, you can't just keep on saying, okay, we need yeah. a chance after chance after chance. Bob Iger came out uh, when he we came back to Disney. He, he came out and he said, look, we're, uh, we're going to do stuff and we're not going to please everybody. It's impossible. We can't. And mm -hmm. so we're not going to even try to please everybody. And I think that's what they tried to do at the first. It's like, mm -hmm. look let's just do this thing and we're going to, we're going to make, we're going to put everything in the pot and everybody's going to be happy. And the world we live in, it just doesn't happen. We can't get people to get along no matter what. I mean, it's, it's where the, the human race is a clicky race and we, and we <laughs> like what we like. And you know, that's, and sometimes it sucks. It, it really sucks that way. Cause we love to live in harmony. It'd be great, but it just doesn't work that way in, in pop culture and entertainment. You know, right. it just doesn't. Um, See, I'll hey, be honest. Hey, there's, hey, a, there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with. There's a uh, lot of stuff I don't agree with, like as far as yeah. you know the politics and all that. But yeah. that still didn't stop me from going to see Dollar Destiny because I kept hearing the same thing too. About, sure, man. Like, you know, hey, dude, and stuff, and you're shooting yourself in your foot from, if you don't. Right? I stayed yeah. away from all the all the internet stuff because I was like, I'm gonna go yeah. in here with a clean slate and I'm gonna go yeah, yeah. watch this because the you know the Indiana Jones, uh, you know the Indiana Jones uh product. It's always been a favorite of mine yeah of course so i'm like i'm not gonna listen to all that just yeah. so you know and not go see it so i went and saw it and it's, it's one of the best ones i've seen yeah to me yeah. in my honest I said, opinion you, you shoot yourself in your foot when you go in the attitude yeah. with with uh arms folded man you, right. they're not gonna do it again for your purpose for your to to make it the yeah. way you want it i'm yeah. not gonna go see that movie i'm getting rid of disney plus uh but, but cool you're missing a lot of shit exactly right <laughs> Um, what are you John, doing in life <laughs> right right hey don yeah nothing's wrong with the 70s it's just retire she, she, yeah. she, she, she's not giving me she's giving me a hundred percent of what she's got left in the tank right yeah. I, I, I just put in somebody's got a little bit more left in the tank that grew up on it like literally yeah. grew up on it like and didn't and, and that, that's kind of where i was trying to go with the, the era part right um because i don't want i feel like if it's too too young a group they want to change too much and i just don't like that much change um i agree i agree with I, that i i, I think yeah. the feloni you know, he's in that era, man. Yeah. And, that's and, and, and to throw it out there too, with the audience, it's like you come from Lucasfilm and you're going to, you know, uh, the Lucasfilm that of with the Disney umbrella, George Lucas didn't have any, nobody to answer to. He actually did it to himself. Uh, he went independent. He paid the fines to get out of there. He paid his dues to get out of the Hollywood and made it independent films, which were mm -hmm. star Wars. Right. And, having star wars to move continue and and i remember saying this before we even did a podcast i'm like look there's going to be restrictions when you have a company like disney taking over lucasfilm i don't remember there being a huge backlash about disney taking over so i thought a lot of people applauded they're like yeah great fit this is awesome they're going to do so much with it and i said there i go yes but you got to know that it's disney and they're going to make sure they they have control of certain things and aspects and there's, it's not going to be a George Lucas type company. So anybody who takes over Kathleen Kennedy's spot is going to have to answer to what, how she did it. Like I'm sure she has a, a notes of red lines on everything she submits and it's to curtail what Disney wants. It's not to what basically what Lucasfilm wants. You know, so though, anybody who's sitting like, in that seat is going to be that way. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Yeah, I mean, Someone we all loved it. That, it it's the devil you know. Yeah, right? the devil you know is making five billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
and I and I have all the faith in here's the thing. I have all the faith in the world that they can do it because Rogue One to me is one of the most perfect movies I've I've seen in a long but time. I, but I think that was luck. And I think that was I that was too. two directors, reshoots, and so they threw in the the, the Vader scene at the they end. They did. And I you think know? that was a risk. I think Rogue One was risk. Um to even do that, to even bring in that era and try to tie in the original and that that thing. But it was from John Knowles. John Knowles has been there since the prequel. It's like these are the the old school Lucasfilm guys who were like, and Kennedy was like, yeah, just work on it on the side, and then it became this thing. That was the risk that she was willing to like throw it in. Uh, uh, she had these huge bookmarks or these big epic adventures, and Rogue One turned out to me, in my opinion, to be the like the one that was just like, yeah, I think it all it all came together by chance, by accident, by per, you know st- uh, problems, just like Star Wars. Star Wars, I think, if it was originally. Um, put out the way Lucas initially did it, I think it would be horrible, but it had all these things that made him change it to like mistakes, additions, you know, all these things. And that's where I look at it kind of where um, instead of like JJ Abrams taking the thing, writing it and shooting it and then putting out and then walking away. It's like, wait a second. Did you even, did you even like watch your own film? What you even like, what did you do? Um, so conflict in, in movies sometimes I think helps, you know, yeah, I think yeah. solo is another example. I think what we got at solo was really good. That's not the favorite, but it's pretty good. And if we got what we, they were going to give us, I think that would have been, I don't know. I mean, uh, hearsay, right? So, yeah, right. We got what we got. They did what it did. Um, yeah. how much of it's her fault is, you know, whatever, or how much is her credit? It's the same. audience thinks it's, it's all on her. But but again, if if we give her shit for the audience scores, we have to give her credit for the critic scores, and we have to give her credit for the money. Yes, right. I, I, so, and I do, and I do. Like I said, I I would I would rather like if in my opinion, if Kathleen Kennedy was to exit Lucasfilm, I would love for it to be on her her terms. Meaning, I'm not going to renew my my contract extension. And hey guys, uh, I'm going to find something that's going to take place. And, the whole and thing about everybody's videos. We yeah. told you she was fired behind the scenes. Retired. Yeah, behind. Yeah, Rich that's Myron. the thing. It's behind the scenes. Yeah, she was forced out. They told her <laughs> that's it. My way. Or the she highway. walks away and just says, "I'm going fishing." Yeah, yeah I mean, and nobody yeah. will believe it. She's 70 years old. She needs to walk yeah. away. And, and, and that's, that's not a rude thing. That's just at 70 years old, I'm not working. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Like I said, the dial of destiny is the one that really threw me. I thought, I thought we were on a kind of a good, uh, cloud that we know as far as like, you know, this is cool. You know, I know like Disney plus is a whole different animal and Marvel's going through the same growing pains, uh, as, as star Wars too. You know, yeah, I agree. Um, note the other day, they made it sound like it was a bunch of star Wars by who he said, uh, they were oh, going to slow down things. It was, it was everything. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it, it was everything, but it was mostly aimed at Marvel. Like Marvel, they had, they had saturated Marvel. They yeah. had overdone it on TV, overdone it on movies. He said they were going to slow things down. We haven't seen a movie since 2019, dude, right? Or 20, what was it, 2019? No. 19. Was it 19 or was it yeah. 18? No, 19 was the last Star Wars movie. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. So, I mean, we got, we got a big gap in there. The TV shows are twice a year. I don't think he's talking about Star Wars. It's, no, it's, and I think Marvel's it's... Nuts. Yeah, and I think it's going... It's backtracking on what they mentioned before about the projects that were already... Um, announced meaning like, look, we're st- everything's still on a table, and Iger probably like, look, yeah, Lando's gone, Joids is gone, Rogue Squadron's gone, uh, Feige's or um, uh, Ryan Johnson's trilogy, just the stuff that we have announced, like 
Filoni's movies on, Mangold's movies on, Ahsoka. The three Andor. movies are your focus. That's yeah, it. and Stay I think that's those. where you're going to see this this bubble and this thing going on. And, and it might just yeah. – hey, I'm all for if they do less but better quality. I am yeah. all for that. I, Me I mean, too. come on. Yeah. And it makes better sense because if you run an organization again, you don't want to run one that's working. Okay. And I'm in charge of all of them sitting here going, okay, I've got three TV shows over here. I've got yeah. two movies working over here. We also got to be in charge of these books and these comics. Um, we got another <laughs> animated lot, show we're trying to work on as some kids things yeah, you know, yeah. for the YouTube channel. So yeah. let's make sure all get out of town. Do we don't even keep up on all that? I, we don't. Uh, I know we try. We don't make $300 million dollars a year, but still it's, it's, yeah, you know, What's up, Mando? Mike, Mando, What's Mike, up? checking in on the pit. Hey, Mike. Um, yeah, he's also saying that we need a, a 10, 11, 12. Uh, maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what this Ray movie does, and we'll we'll see where... Uh, I'd rather just never have a number again and just start calling them. I'm cool with that, too. Are. Yeah. Even with yeah. the Ray trilogy, don't number them. Just call yeah. it Star Wars. Put a title on it. Star Wars. Put a title on it. Star Wars. Yeah, I Dawn of the Jedi. Jedi. It, it's New Jedi. Order. This. It's Don already yeah, yeah, that's it's what I meant. Called. New Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, I guess they did name it. But that's his name, New Jedi the Era. Order. Yeah, I don't want to hear one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that either. Don't put yeah. don't put limits on that. Do, like do that. a do a colon and whatever the real name is. Like yeah, make it I agree. Star Wars, I, Star New Wars, Jedi Order, blah blah Ray blah. Ray Palpatine. No, yeah, no more Ray talk. We, Ray's gonna be fine be in it, but Ever. no last name talk. Yeah, just be uh, Ray. Yeah, so yeah, with that Iger comment, I agree with that. I think it's um, it's it's just kind of trimming the fat of everything that they threw on the wall, and I'm cool with it. Um, that that was a money grab, and if I would have done the same thing for this, and I had the Disney Plus numbers, I would venture to say you would have seen a low critic score, a lower uh, uh, audience score, and I would think the money and viewership would be down. Yeah, uh, because the yeah. quality has gone down, the writing's gone down. There's a couple good things in there. Guardians obviously was great, um, yeah. but there's other things in there that just suck. Um, Secret Invasion is pretty good. Secret Invasion is bringing it back up for me, but everything yeah. in between was kind of like I don't, I don't, Man. I'm just not interested. Yeah. <laughs> so it was to his point. We're getting wore out on it. There's not much else you can go. Deadpool yeah. hopefully wakes it up for me. Um, yeah, so, we'll and see. that and I had this thought before we get closing. So I had this thought on too about like the MCU, the canon, meaning everything from beginning to end. It, it has to cohesively work within the realm, and this is exactly. And I was thinking the other day, I go, you know. How can you go from the the uh, Thanos or the Infinity War saga to the um, Kang Dynasty to all these things and have it all uh, blend in and all make sense from Iron Man one to you know the the last Marvel movie? It's hard without rebooting, and this is why comics did it every ten years is because they got it got to the point where you these characters don't make sense existing and even if the character existed before, so they had to stop and start over again and i think that's we might be getting there with um with the marvel stuff because it's like wait a second where was all where were all you guys during the the infinity saga and, and what, what was happening you know do all you know what i mean like yeah they've had no honestly <laughs> if you take, if you take the mcu for what it is like versus star wars star wars we talk about never having a reboot right you right, can't reboot right. The MCU, could they ever handle a reboot or does it always have to be a continuous? If they had a reboot, you'd have to stop it all and yeah. wait a decade, right? Yeah. Because it's to, it's lasted so long, you have to let it well, burn. All they have to do is go, well, we're in this multiverse thing. We go to plant, uh, Earth. But then, it's uh, just, but then it's just a continuation and you always have the ability to bring people back, right? That's like what I'm saying. Do and, a straight reboot. Yeah. 
I I agree. And what I meant by reboot is like uh go to a different earth and now you have mutants oh, and yeah. now you have this whole storyline and like Rick Thanos. and like Rick, Rick and Morty goes earth to earth and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that's the only yeah, like Star Wars can't do that. That's that's just no, we're not no, we're not no. doing that stuff. But, no. but uh um but yeah, I mean like well, but Chris did I ever get like your opinion on like the uh you agreed with what we were talking about with Kathleen Kennedy but did we get your opinion on get rid of her now, let her stay, do stuff stay. like that? Stay. Okay. I don't see any. I mean, here's the deal. Personally, she should go. She's 70 years old. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, but but I, I job wise, if I'm her but boss. But on paper. Yeah. I can't tell her that. Yeah. Number one. Right. If I'm her boss. But number two. Yeah. Her. She's, she's performing. I would just think at that age, it's it's about it's it's time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let the new regime I, take I, over. Well, this uh, is why Lucas sold it. Right. He was like, it's time for somebody else to kind of like carry the torches on these stories. Because obviously. Yeah. There's more, and I don't want to do it. Um, you know, so and uh, yeah, so. Um, so I mean, but but no, I mean, as far as job wise, it would it would have the, the thing would have been I would have praised her on her revenue, would have yeah. talked about how we potentially could have made more had we got the audience score up, and if we would just pay attention to that instead of saying that, f the world. That's important, man. Let, yeah, get the audience, yeah. get the audience score up. Let's let's not, uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't necessarily need them to apologize for anything nobody should be apologized it is you just stick by no. your your plan and just like this like i think this ray movie is kind of like this uh continuation of like look we did what we're doing we're building on the groundwork and you're gonna love it like you guys yeah. are gonna love this ray movie and what it's gonna project and you know uh do all these things uh going forward it might not have her but she's just the catalyst that the connection but it's gonna project this you know propel this awesome story and i think that's gonna be your well people will take it as that oh they yeah. fixed it they're right you know they fixed it they well, fixed it. that and the fact she's giving me heir to the empire with thrawn and ahsoka get out i mean that's under her i know she's not but but if we're gonna blame her for everything she's given us that too. the the sediment when she said there's no star wars source material is i think she that's where it. the yeah and now we're sitting there going like heir to the empire oh wait a second is you know everything we see is source material somewhere Right, they, they they use a lot of it, but that's the that's the creators, and that should always have been the case. It's not her job to be the creative force; she's yeah. there to put it together, guide them, direct them, tell put them it together. And, and, and yeah. you have all the departments. You have your creative department, your production, your yeah. uh, your marketing. You know your ops team. Your all these yeah. things. She has to run all that, man. She's yeah. overseeing all of it, but she's not directly in the. Let me write this effing story for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. And um, my last point, and uh, I did a kind of 180 on this too, as, as what I was kind of um, with the movies, like moviegoers. And I was kind of saying like, well, you know, maybe the movie theater experience is at, at, at a, uh, such a decline because of COVID and stuff like that, where it's not feasible. But now because of Guardians, Mario, uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, I'm like, nope, people are still going to movies. I don't care. They're just, they're, they're really picking and choosing. And we still get millions and millions of people going and flooding a, a movie theater to watch a, a movie and Indiana Jones should have been, should have been. One yeah. So there's I'm no not, COVID excuse at all. Not, no, None. not anymore, man. Like, like, and, and that to me is make better content. Dude, That's all. Barbie, Barbie is going to blow away. Indiana Jones. <laughs> blow it away. Yeah. It won't even be close, dude. I bet you Barbie makes 800 million. Woo. Just because it's, it's almost like one of those movies. Like it's so over the top. Like it's just, we got to see it. Yeah, it's going to be so ridiculous. You'll be like the surprise summer hit, blah, blah, blah. And the Oppenheimer folks are going to be pissed because it's going to bomb. Yeah. I heard Oppenheimer, there's no CGI in the whole thing, in that movie. Just real bombs? 
Well, it's footage and, and stuff like that, you know, that they have. Yeah, they just no, they did <laughs> real bombs, they just blew up New Mexico. They don't need uh, it. It's like it's like Crystal Skull. <laughs> That's awesome. And and they have the first Hulk. Um, okay, maybe there was some uh, creative filming in it involved point. in it, but uh I, uh yeah, I don't think uh yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real, real nuclear explosion. I really want to see Oppenheimer. I really, I do, do. too, man. I, I, I dig, I dig his gonna... story too because that's the whole thing about the, uh, um, just, just like, um, what's the name from Jurassic Park? You know, just because we can doesn't mean we should, kind of thing. And uh, re- yeah. you know, instantly regretting, I just uh, changed humanity forever in that moral dilemma of like science and power and destruction. But yet it could be good, you know, it could be a good thing moving forward when we get into like nuclear power and all that. Stuff. It's 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 a, well, it's gonna be a good movie, man. Like I'm know. sure it will, but I'm gonna see uh Mermaid Ken John Cena before I see it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna go to the movies there and, and, and watch Barbie? Are you gonna on, watch it? On Saturday before I see you guys, yes. Woo! Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh so when, just... I, when I when I see you at the social, it'll it'll Okay, oh, I'm gonna pick your brain, dude. I swear, because I up. because on Chris's recommendation, I will, I will, I will go watch it if Chris says go. If watch it's it. good, oh yeah. Oh, well, hold on. Give me give, before we go. Mike, yeah. put Mike's last comment on here so we can just yell at him and. Kick Which him one, off. the uh, Guardians? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, where is it? Uh, Man, no Mike Guardians saw... and thought it was hokey. Come on, dude, hokey. Oh, wow. Even if, if anything's hokey, it's the Christmas special, and even that's awesome. Um. That was okay. Now, now kick my good out way. And ban him. <laughs> yeah. But here. but in our world, hokey is a good word. It's not a bad word because I mean, no, he doesn't know if he says hokey in a good way. Well, that's hokey. Yeah. Hey, Joey, I like your shirt, man. That's hokey as hell. I love it. it. Monsters are hokey, I, and it's a great thing. Oh, I guess oh, it is. Not. That didn't. That didn't. Well, the old ho- monsters would be hokey, right? Yeah, serious. Yeah, exactly. Michael, check it in. Hey, hope you guys and the fans are doing great today. Thank you so much, man. And uh, yeah, keep us updated on your on your family, dude. Like, we want to see if things are going well for you. Um, just see here. Just apparently, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's good. I'm not gonna put Mando mics up there because we're not giving the time of day after that comment. Uh, but no, I'm kidding, Mando. Um, <laughs> girls want need a movie. If that's the Barbie, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go on Chris's recommendation. Chris knows my taste in movies and and uh, my sense of humor and stuff like that. And if I like, I I am not a serious person. I love all things, I goofy stuff, hokey stuff, serious stuff. Um, just no country and no rom coms. Okay, all right, and then yeah. we're straight. So. It it looks like it might be just ridiculous enough to warrant a watch. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mando Mike. <what> <laughs> okay, now now kick him out. Yeah, now, <laughs> why is nobody banned him yet? <laughs> why is nobody banning him yet? Oh times. man! All right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. I think that was that was fun, dude. Like, um, we'll we'll definitely have to uh, uh look at it deeper like this. And, and I I um implore everybody to tag other podcast shows that do these firings, all this stuff. Tag this podcast to their to their comment sections because I want them to react to kind of like instead of us saying how our sources say this is this is happening and people are fist fighting in Captain Kenny's office and they're killing people and they're putting you know eating babies and ah and all <laughs> that stuff and and uh and uh you know we actually come from a different a little different different direction if those rumors were true you would be hearing like what happened to Le- uh Leslie uh what's her name from Akali? I thought she got fired 
she uh, she just did this huge article in Entertainment Weekly, like yeah. recently. Uh, but yeah. fire directors don't do that. Like this is this is the problem. You know what I mean? I, I so madness. Yeah, you don't get fired when the job's done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Michael giving us a, a, an update on on their upcoming baby. We got the spine vet. Spina bifida test back negative. Awesome. We listen to babies. Abigail's heartbeat every day. Congratulations, man. Again, praying right for on. you that everything is works out for you. It's so cool to to uh to uh bring another Star Wars fan into this world. That's awesome. That's awesome. So congrats, man. Um <laughs> Mike Yes, is, Mike is banned until next Wednesday at seven. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Consider yourself so banned until next Wednesday. It's a seven-day ban. <laughs> Exactly. All right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. Chris, take us out of here. Um, thank you, Joey. Thank you, uh, Chris, for not going to Comic-Con and, and uh, you know. Hey, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm here for you, man. I wouldn't leave you alone. But hey, everybody, thanks for joining us this week. Again, thank you to all of our Patreon patrons for uh, helping us out and supporting the crew. Thank you, everybody in the pit. We love you all. Uh, couldn't do this without you. And we do love talking to you every week. Remember to bring your friends each and every week because, uh, you know, it was small but mighty in there today, right? Yeah. And I know our live shows with the, when the shows hit are the. We have a strong ones, replay crew also too. Yeah. But also replay crew, try to come in live the next few weeks. We're getting ready for Ahsoka. We're gonna start hitting Air to the Empire pretty hard. We're gonna hit Rebels pretty hard. We're gonna get into Ahsoka's life pretty hard. So let's yeah. uh, let's get ready for that. So uh, as far as socials go, you can uh, find Darth Moocher at Tashi Station Emporium, our wonderful sponsor. Um, if you need anything for your toys, uh, your action figures your collectible dolls. Uh, go ahead and uh, get the stands from Tashi Station. He's got some badass stuff that he works on, and all of my figures back there stand up because of him. Um, I would tell you Piet is a piece of shit and <laughs> would not stand for anything. Piet stands his happy ass straight up now. So awesome, well done. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Um, I, I'm really bad about the Instagram, so let's go ahead. and You can get, find me at Hot Topic Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we got Darth Moocher on Instagram. Bootleg Joe underscore 760. Is that right? Yep, that's right. At Instagram. Uh, we got well, uh, Scott Solo Artist on Instagram. And which one am I going to use for Ernie? The Fallen Fett. Uh, Fallen Fett. There... Let's do Fallen this. Fallen Fett. Let's... The Fallen Fett Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. You can find Ernie. You yeah, links Ernie. in the description below, too, of like all our socials. And let's help Ernie get to 500 subs so he can get to that next oh, level. Yes. On, on the, uh, the Fallen, Fallen Fett Chronicles. Fallen Fett Chronicles. Yeah. Fett Chronicles. Let's get him to 500, guys. Let's yeah, do that. I know that. Uh... Next week, I'm sure he's going to have a really cool show with all this uh, Comic-Con stuff going on. And uh, I know like uh, the Toy Migos and They're Not Dolls are doing a live show from Comic-Con, I think, Friday, I believe, uh, uh, or one of those days. But but stay tuned with that so because that's going to be cool and uh, get all your guys' news from, from what's going on there. It sucks that there's no Star Wars presence or, or Disney presence or Marvel presence there, but uh, D23 in September, I'm sure we'll get some, some updates on projects. Uh, but yeah, but Did we get but, Haslab news this weekend though. Uh, we will this. Uh, uh, f- I think Friday is the Haslab panel or Hasbro panel. So by Friday we should get the next Haslab uh, project. So shuttle Imperial shuttle. Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh show. Come on, Imperial shuttle. Not the ghost. They're teasing. <laughs> Everybody wants it, so it's not going to work. They, they never win. Haslab is never on the same page as the people. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, come so 35 days of Soka. Get that countdown, get the essentials in. Uh, 
bookmark, like, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, and with that, uh, uh remain and geeky, Chris. Remain geeky. Where's my outro? Bye. Bye.